Jagannatha Swami Nayana Patagami Bhavatu Me. Nice prayer for the day. What does it mean? O Jagannatha Swami, you are Nayana Patagami, one who goes in the path of the eyes. Baba too, let it be so. <clears throat> may of me, may it be so that you be the goer on the path of my eyes. In other words, may I see you. It's a prayer to have darshan. Dear Lord, please be visible unto me. It's slightly surprising to me that we are seeing Lord Jagannath now because traditionally and what happens in Jagannath Puri and also in other temples where we have Jagannath deities all around the world now is that after Snan Yatra Lord Jagannath disappears for two weeks. Yeah. But here, our Lord Jagannath is especially merciful, it seems. In Jagannath Puri, Krishnadas Kaviraj describes that when uh, Lord Jagannath goes into his Anavasara period, he goes into the inner quarters of the Jagannath temple complex for two weeks to a special area where he mm, goes in, he gets, he, he catches cold, he catches a fever from, from the bathing. What kind of God is that? A god who catches a cold? People will be skeptical. But devotees appreciate, oh, the Lord is so wonderful. Even the Lord, even he is Lord of the universe, even he is all-powerful. He submits himself to the power of his devotee's care. And in this case, when he goes into seclusion during this two-week period, he gets very special service and he gets service from special servants. He is served not by the regular priests. All the priests get two weeks off I don't know what they do. Go to the beach or something. <clears throat> Go to Dubrovnik. <clears throat> um, but during that time, the special group of servants called the Dietas take charge. 
And the dietas are a particular caste, a particular jati, said to be descendants from the Shavaras, uh, who had been originally worshipping Lord Jagannath before uh, the king, Indradyumna, uh, became interested uh, and that whole story is there, how uh, the Lord who had been worshipped, not in the form of Jagannath, but as Nila Madhava, uh, in the forest by the Shabras, the, these tribal people, said to be pig farmers. <clears throat> pig farmer means what? Means pig eaters. So these uh, very considered low-class people were worshipping Nila, Nila Madhava. And uh, these people are called the Shabras and the Dayatas are said to be descendants from those people. They have descended um, over the centuries, over the millennia, and because they consider themselves to be the relatives, the blood relatives of the Lord, because they were worshiping him before. So they were feeling quite, uh, we say, put out when the king took over and with the king all the Brahmins, you know, they kind of said, oh, you low caste pig farmers. We don't want you. But Lord Jagannath said, no, no, I want them. They are my relatives. So every year after Snanyatra, when I get sick, I know I will always get sick. I don't know, it just happens. Every time, every time they bathe me, I get sick. They will take care of me. And so during that period, they um, make special arrangements, special fruit offerings, special teas, special herbs, medicines. And it's said that these, these dietists, uh, sometimes they'll taste the fruit before they're, they'll offer it to Lord Jagannath. Oh, this is so low class. No, Lord Jagannath enjoys. <laughs> Lord Jagannath enjoys. And no one can come. No one can come in. The doors are shut for two weeks. And so, Krishnadas Kaviraj tells us, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very, very disturbed, very sad. He was feeling separation from the Lord and he felt such intense separation because he used to go every day every day they would he and his friends the devotees they would come in the temple they would have darshan they would have kirtan they would take jagannath prasad and they would feast and dance and dance and feast and darshan and have a great time and now suddenly 
It's all closed up. So what does Lord Chaitanya do? He can't take it. He can't. It's too much. So he leaves Puri. <laughs> he leaves Puri and he goes to Alarnat, which in Chaitanya Charitamrita is called Alalanat. But uh, now they call it Alarnat, uh, which is how far away from Puri? Not not very far. Um, 20-minute bus ride, something like that. And there's a special deity there. Alarnad, he's called Alarnad because um, he's the lord of the Alvars. So he was Alvarnat. And he became Alarnad. In any case, Lord Chaitanya went there and worshipped the Lord because then he could have darshan. And then, after two weeks, he came back. So one of the themes we could say of, of this snanyatra is uh, this feeling of separation that devotees have. And this has all kinds of... It's a, it's a very complex subject, um, how the Lord is feeling separation from the devotees, and the devotees are feeling separation from the Lord, and there's just all these um, intense feelings floating around, <laughs> all kinds of tears, very intense, in, intense emotions. Um, and, and there's a long history that goes with all of this. But through all of this, we understand that he is Jagat Nat. Jagat Nat means jagat nata nata means means lord means master and jagat jagat means the universe it literally means that which is constantly in flux so that lord of all that is in flux he is not in flux he is he's in control it's okay the world may be in flux, it may be fluctuating and uncertain. It's a world of uncertainties. But there's one certainty. And what is that? There is the Lord of the universe. And it's a very nice name for the Lord because... We could say, you know, Lord of Ljubljana, um, Lord of Slovenia. Some people want to say Lord of this or that um, religious tradition. Some people will say about uh, Lord for themselves, they, they will say, we worship the Christian God or we worship... Um, the Muslim, the Islamic God, or uh, or this or that God, and people get the idea. Okay, then there's so so many different gods, and then you have the atheists who kind of look at all of this mm, sectarianism, and they say, well, that's all very silly. No God. 
But that's because for most atheists, probably the, the biggest reason they are atheists is because their conception of God, whatever conception they have heard, is a very limited conception. And so when they hear about this limited conception of God, they think, nah, nah, that's not for me. Nah, I don't believe it. Too small time. If that is God, then no. <laughs> and so they reject and they say, I am, and then they, they proclaim, I am atheist. So it's kind of understandable uh, that many people are atheists because the conception of God that's been delivered to them is so narrow and nobody really wants a narrow God. We all want God to be expansive. Actually, the word Brahman uh, means expanding, that which expands. So even the impersonal conception of God, Brahman, is already expanding. <laughs> what to speak of um, the, how shall we say, semi-personal conception of God, Paramatman, who is present where? In every single heart. Is that all? No, also present in every single speck of the universe. Every single, yeah, we say atom, molecules, atoms, so small, so small within every atom uh, that the uh, Paramatma could be traveling within the atom for as much time as we are sitting here speaking and still not get from one side to the other at the speed of light. Figure that out. So that God, that's getting expansive. But all of that is just still Paramatma is a kind of functional form of the Lord. He's present. Yes, he's conscious. He's conscious of every, every nook and corner of the universe. But then beyond all of this, there is Jagat not. There's the Lord who is beyond all of this. And what is that Lord? Who is that Lord? What is he? What's, what's, what's so wonderful about him? Well, we could start with the fact that he has such big eyes. He sees. And as he's seeing, he's smiling. He's smiling. Sometimes I'm thinking he may be also laughing. He is a little bit laughing at all of our foolish attempts to be lords ourselves. He is amused. He doesn't want to interfere, but he's um, amused. And because he is lord of the universe, he is experienced by everyone in different ways. And he is worshipped by everyone in different ways. And this is what I wanted to say something about. I'm taking help from our Madhavananda 
Prabhu wrote this very nice article some years ago um, about all the different ways that the Lord is worshipped. Lord Jagannath is worshipped. He wrote an article called The Hidden Identity of Lord Jagannath. Um, and it's quite a long article, so we probably won't be able to discuss all the different aspects. Uh, but we may start by remembering that the devotees, followers of Lord Chaitanya, uh, think of Lord Jagannath as none other than Krishna. And in fact, this is justified in terms of uh, the official uh, texts for uh, giving instruction to the pujaris of the Jagannath temple how to worship Lord Jagannath. So there's, um, there's different texts uh, called puja padatis and they tell the pujaris worship Lord Jagannath as Krishna and more specifically and here it gets interesting how to meditate on Lord Jagannath as Krishna in four different periods of the day would you like to know it's quite secret actually they don't usually tell there's a big sign outside Jagannath temple. No non-Hindus allowed. They don't even let most of us who are sitting here into the temple. What to speak of telling you anything about how they do the worship. But, ha! Lord Jagannath comes out of the temple, doesn't he? And he has not only come out of the temple, he has come out of Puri. And he's not only come out of Puri, he's come out of India. And he's gone to so many places all over the world. Where he comes out of his temples uh, to display himself to everyone and whoever is there. Okay, so meditation on Lord, uh, Lord Jagannath in the early morning, prata. You should conceive of him as baby Krishna. Baby Krishna has soft, reddish feet. Now, we have to realize we have to do this as an active meditation because if you look at Jagannath, does he have any feet? Doesn't seem to have any feet, right? <laughs> but we meditate on him as having soft reddish feet and also the palms of his hand. Does Lord Jagannath have any palms of his hand? Of hand? Does he have any hands? Yes, no, maybe, some... 
Any fingers? Do you see any fingers there? I don't see any fingers. Just some... Looks like he's like... Like this. So he has reddish feet and reddish palms and he's wearing golden ornaments. He's a baby, but he's wearing golden ornaments. He has a very sweet smile on his face. You can imagine Mother Yashoda is also there. And what is he doing? He's crawling around in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaja's palace. When babies start crawling, what happens? Mothers know. Huh? That's when the trouble starts, isn't it? Right? Before they can crawl, they're just in one place. They can't make very much trouble when they're just there on their back. But when they start crawling around, what are they doing? They're exploring. When they're exploring, they're testing everything. They're grabbing everything, putting everything in their mouths. So, this is Lord Jagannath. Now, at this point, somebody's going to ask, okay, what about Baladeva and Subhadra? They don't say. (laughs) But Balaram, of course, was one year older than Krishna, right? So, he's also quite young, but he's, um, he's older. So he might be creating even more mischief. And all of this is going on when? It's going on in the early mornings. So you're getting up, you're trying to wake up. And what's Krishna doing? And what's Lord Balaram doing? They're already making trouble. Okay, there are three more times for meditation. The second time is the Madhyana period. Madhyana means midday. Midday means the sun is high in the sky. And Lord Jagannath, we meditate on him as sitting in the middle of an eight-petal lotus. So now it gets a little more formal. So we're picturing this, um, what you may say is a kind of yantra, Krishna is there on this lotus and this lotus is mm, underneath a grand desire tree. So we can imagine some very big, spreading, beautiful tree. And there's a throne underneath the tree and Krishna is sitting in that throne and he's not alone. He is going to be surrounded by his associates. First, the gopis, and then the gopas, and Nanda, and Yashoda, and uh, various sages, and there will be yogis also. They'll be sitting, meditating on Krishna. And Gandharvas and, and Apsarasas. Anybody know what a Gandharva looks like? 
Hmm? Angels with wings? Really? <laughs> okay. In any case, we know the Gandharvas sing very nicely, right? So they're probably not just sitting there, they're probably singing. And the ups- what do Apsaras do? They dance. Yeah, so the Apsaras, and they're dancing, and Krishna's there in the middle, the gopis. So all of this is going on. So that's a nice meditation. What about the afternoon? Do you want to know what happens? Actually, not afternoon, but evening. Do you want to know what to meditate then? Yeah? Are you sure? You will be surprised. Now you should meditate on Krishna in Dvaraka sitting on a deerskin in the garden, in the courtyard of one of his palaces and he is sitting with Narada Muni and there are some other sages there. And what are they doing? They're discussing philosophy. So now you can meditate on what would that philosophy be that they were discussing. So in this way you can think as it's becoming dusk. What's the word for dusk in Slovenian? Brak. Mrak. Mrak. Okay, so during mrak, yeah, you can stop whatever you're doing. And if someone asks you, what are you doing? You can say, what does anyone do this time of day? We meditate on Varjaganath as Krishna sitting in Dvaraka discussing philosophy with Narada Muni. Well, then it gets very interesting. We come to the late night, Ratri. And what do we meditate on in the late night? Mind you, this is pujaris who are supposed to do this meditation. Pujaris, that means vidhi. They're doing vaidhi bhakti. It's not raga nuga bhakti. This is vaidhi, vaidhi sadhana bhakti. And here it says, how should they meditate on him? Jagannath is meditated on as the lover of the gopis, sporting with them on the banks of the Yamuna in Vrindavan during the Rasalila. Hare Krishna. So, that's Vaidhi Sadhana. Is that Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti? Well, seems so. So in any case, here the point is, of course, we worship Lord Jagannath as Krishna. And this is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is worshipping Lord Jagannath. And in fact, of course, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is in a very special mood. as a dev- Not just any devotee of Krishna, but as 
the devotee of Krishna, the best of Krishna's devotees, the most intense of Krishna's devotees, the devotee who longs for Krishna the most. And who might that be? Srimati Radharani. So Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of Radharani. And in that mood, in a thoroughly public place in the Ratayatra, he is expressing his mood, his feelings for uh, the Lord as in, in the mood of Shimati Radharani. Of course, most of the people who are there have no idea what's going on. In fact, it's only a very few devotees who understand what's going on. It's Rupa Goswami, it's the king, Prataparudra, he has some idea, uh, and a few of his closest associates. Therefore, um, because of what is going on there, it's understood, uh, the Acharyas tell us, that Jagannath Puri is non-different from Kurukshetra, because all of this this mood that Radharani is feeling is happening in this most awkward of places. Why awkward? Because there is Lord Krishna all done up as the prince that he is, surrounded by all of these um, yeah, soldiers and wives. Wives! Poor Radharani, she's there and she sees Krishna with all these wives. Oh no, how embarrassing. And she she has only one thought in mind. This is, I'm in the wrong place here. <laughs> and Krishna's in the wrong place too. Let's get him to the right place, shall we? <laughs> so that's the mood of the Ratayatra. After the Snana Yatra is the Rata Yatra when the uh, gopis, the residents of Vrindavan, are pulling Krishna, pulling his chariot back to Vrindavan. That's the mood they have. So we see Lord Jagannath as that Krishna who is in Kurukshetra, which is Puri, in which he is feeling the most intense longing for his most longing devotees. That separation feeling is there. I was thinking about this. Um, we, we always talk about separation. Oh, yes, separation. Oh, 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 terrible separation. Feeling of separation. Oh, it's such intense. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's so terrible. Oh, it's so this, it's so that. But we don't have much of an idea of what it is at all. And the reason, and we don't have much of an idea of what it is at all nowadays, within the last few years, even more than a few years before that. And why is that? Because now, if anyone who is dear to us is traveling, it's just no big deal. You just 
you can send a message and receive a message and be in, connected with them in no time with WhatsApp and what's not and what's up and what's down. And, um, and you can speak and you can even with video and you can see each other and you can be on the other side of the planet. It's no big deal anymore. It wasn't so long ago that if somebody left for some time traveling, you wouldn't hear anything from them, possibly for days, possibly for weeks, possibly for months, possibly for years. Or you didn't know if the person was even going to be coming back. When people went on pilgrimage in India, traditionally, they would go and you would see them off and you would pray, let us hope we see each other again. But we don't know if we're going to see each other again. And when Lord Chaitanya left, after taking sannyas, his his mother was heartbroken and all the devotees of, of, of Navadvip were heartbroken because sannyas meant you leave and you never see them again. That's what happened with Vishwarupa, Lord Chaitanya's older brother. So it was a, quite a thing. So that was, that was separation. But now we have no idea now we can just phone up and Hari <laughs> Bull. Yeah. And so we talk about it, you know, very glibly. Separation, viraha, oh yes. Uh, but actually we don't have much idea <laughs> what, that, what that might be. Well, uh, what I wanted though to call attention to is how Lord Jagannath is regarded in so many ways by so many different devotees, not just as Krishna. Now, we might be a little inclined, if we're a bit in a fanatical mood, to say, oh, they don't understand that Jagannath is Krishna, then they're just in Maya, then, they're just, then they just got it wrong. But there's another way of understanding, and that is because he's Lord of the universe, because he, the Lord, is so expansive, he welcomes the worship that he receives from whoever with whatever conception they may have. And one story which is you know, widely known, and it's um, typically re we are reminded of this on the, at the time of Snanyatra, is of the devotee who did not want to see the Lord. He, he only wanted to see his Ishtadevata, who was Ganesha. And so, Lord Jagannath, to reciprocate with him, appears in Ganesha Vesha in the dress of Ganesha. Nice. His devotee wants to see him that way. All right, you can see me this way. Why not? Uh, well, it doesn't look like our Jagannath 
has Ganesh Vesh on today. But um, again, with a little bit of visualization, you may see Ganesha Vesha. It's mentioned here that uh, not only so-called Hindus are worshipping Lord Jagannath, but also there are Muslims. Uh, there's one village. Um, in a village called Deulasahi in Kendrapada district of Orisha. There's a population of 2,500 people there and they all contribute funds uh, for this event of Jagannath Rathayatra. They're all Muslims. All the Muslim residents of Deula Sahi gave a helping hand as the chariots rolled out. This is a report from a newspaper. On roads that were liberally layered with sand by all the villagers, so that the wheels may smoothly uh, move despite the rain of the past few days. Uh, and then this goes on in other villages as well. Lord Jagannath is also worshipped as Buddha. Yeah. What? Lord Buddha? Well, um, in fact, some scholars have the idea, the theory, that originally, in, in prehistory, um, the deity that we worship as Jagannath was known as the Buddha, and that he was worshipped by the local tribals as Buddha. It's said in uh, the Orian the version of the Mahabharata, Sangsara Jananku Tariba Niminte, Bodha Rupe Vijay Karichanti Jagannate. For the purpose of delivering the souls entangled in the cycle of birth and death. Lord Jagannath has manifest as Buddha. Now there's some interesting mm, iconographic um, evidence of this. What is that iconographic evidence? If you go to the Jagannath temple and go to the, I think it's the Singhadvara, uh, one of the gates, over the gate, uh, uh, the entrance to the Jagannath Mandir area are the ten avatars, das avatara. Now usually, the ninth avatar, or the eighth, eighth or the ninth avatar, uh, I think ninth, yes, ninth avatar will be Buddha. 
In this particular place, and there's a photo of this in the magazine, if it's Buddha, he looks a lot like Jagannath. He's got big round eyes. <laughs> yeah. There's also a story about Guru Nanak. You know about the Sikhs. Uh, the Sikhs are, uh, were founded by Guru Nanak in the 16th century around the time of Lord Chaitanya. There are stories. Some trouble is there. Somebody is not happy. What can we do for them? Somebody taking care of them? Yeah. So there are stories that Guru Nanak um, met Lord, Ch Lord Chaitanya. Whether that's historical is another question. Um, so there's a history, a local history in Puri describing when Guru Nanak once went to enter the Jagannath Mandir. And the priest thought, you are Muslim, get out of here. So he turned around and he left and he went to the, uh, to the beach, to the seashore, and he sat down and he began to meditate on Lord Jagannath. King Prataparudra that night is sleeping and while he's sleeping he has a dream and in the dream the Lord comes to him and the Lord tells him tell the pujaris to stop the morning and evening worship ceremonies in the temple they're just making a lot of noise and I want to hear my devotees prayers my devotee is out on the seashore and he is meditating and praying tell them to stop this noise I want to hear next morning Prataparudra gets up he goes to the temple priests and he reports what he heard so with the priests they go out to see Guru Nanak they meet Guru Nanak and says, the king asked him, asked Guru Nanak, if he was not feeling bad about not being allowed in the temple. Guru Nanak showed the palm of his hand to the king. And when he saw the palms of the hands of Guru Nanak, what did he see? He saw images of Jagannath, Subhadra, and Baladev on the palms of his hands. Maharaj Parutras, Prataparudra saw this, threw himself at his feet, begged for forgiveness. All the priests begged for forgiveness. Please, please come, come in the temple, have darshan. And so they say, um, now, ever since then, Sikhs, although they are not, because the sign says no non-Hindus allowed, 
they should say no non-Hindus but Sikhs are allowed <laughs> because Sikhs are allowed in. So if you can uh, disguise yourself as a Sikh <laughs> that may be one way <laughs> to get in. Okay. Lord Shiva some devotees Worship the Lord as Lord Shiva. This is uh, in the Viraja Kshetra Mahatmya as well as in the Orya Mahabharata from Saraladas. Both of them, in both, uh, Lord Balaram is identified as Shiva. Hmm. Uh, during the Navakalevara ceremony also, there is evidence. During the elaborate procedures, three trees that are to be to become the new deities in Puri, Jai, Jagannath, Jai, Shishipancha, Tattva, are selected. They are cut and given a ritual bath. At the bathing ceremony, the Brahmins recite the Purusha Sukta, for Lord Jagannath, the Sri Sukta for Subhadra and the Rudra Dhyaya prayers to Shiva for Baladeva. Rudra Dhyaya. Rudra is the name of Shiva. So in other words, why are they worshipping, why are they chanting these mantras unless they have some idea that Balaram is Shiva? Also, the conception of Lord Baladeva as Lord Shiva arises when they put a special dress on Baladeva known as the Hari Hara Vesha. Who is Hari Hara? <laughs> yes, in not exactly Mayapur, but in. Uh, which uh, Dvipa? Yes, Godruma Dvipa. Yes, Hari Hara is there. He's white on one side. He's black on the other side. <laughs> Combined. Lord Shiva is interesting that way because there's also a form of Shiva as um, Arda Narishvara. Arda Narishvara. This is a murti of Lord Shiva also straight down the long way down the middle he's male on one side and he's female on the other side he's Shiva on one side he's Parvati on the other side there's different places I don't know exactly but that image is there yeah <laughs> So, Lord Shiva, okay, and then Nrsingadev, we'll end with Nrsingadev. Many people in Orissa consider Lord Jagannath to be a deity of Nrsingadev. This conception is supported by its adherents in a number of ways. For example, Skanda Purana, 
describes that during their installation ceremony, Jagannath Baladeva and Subhadra manifested themselves as Nrsingadev in the presence of Brahma, Maharaj, Indradyumna, and all the people there. How did that work? That's interesting. Lord Brahma then initiated Maharaj Indradyumna into the Nrsingha mantra known as Mantra Raja. Some of you may know this mantra. Ugram Viram Mahavishnam Jvalantam Sarvatomukam Nrsingham Bishanam Badram Mrityo Mrityum Namam Yaham Everybody knows that mantra, <laughs> seems like. Uh, this is called Mantra Raja. Here's a translation. I bow down before all-powerful, frightening, auspicious, sublimely ferocious Lord Nrsingadev, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, who burns like fire, whose faces are everywhere, and who is the death of death personified. The death of death. That's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when we see Lord Jagannath, who are we seeing? So we can meditate as followers of Lord Chaitanya who are with Lord Chaitanya in the Panchatattva and all his associates, we say Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita, Gadadhar, Shivas, Adi, Gaurabhaktarinda. So we see Panchatattva and sort of invisibly together with Panchatattva are all Lord Chaitanya's devotees. It's said that Lord Chaitanya when, he, when devotees would gather with Lord Chaitanya in the Jagannath temple, there were all kinds of people who would join in the kirtan. And they had all kinds of different philosophies or no philosophy. Imagine there might have been Mayavadis present. But they were with Lord Chaitanya. And there were Shaivites, and there were Buddhists, and there were all kinds of people who were there. But they were all attracted to Lord Chaitanya's ecstatic chanting. Chanting, chanting. He would dance in ecstasy. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Kadachit Kalindi Tatavipina Sangita Karavo Mudaviri Nari Varana Kamala Svada Madupa Brahma Shambhu Brahma Arp, what is it? Brahma Shambhu Brahma Arpanapade Ganesarchitapado Jagannatha Swami Nayana Patagami Bhavatume Nila Chalanivasaya Nityaya Paramatmane Balabhatra Subhatrapyam 
Jagannathayate Namah. Shri Jagannatha Subhadra Valadeva Ki. Shri Jagannatha Subhadra Valadeva Ki. Shri Jagannatha Subhadra Valadeva Ki. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Rinda Ki. Nittai Gora Brahmanande. Hare Krishna. comes question. Do we have time for a question? A quick question. It's important. It's urgent. Haribol. 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 Do you hear? Okay. A uh, couple of hours ago, I met with Urukrama and Madan Kishore, and uh, they asked me on that meeting if I'm spreading Ritwik here in, the, in this temple, that some of the devotees, um, some complaints were made about me. Uh, I have been born in year 1984, so I'm uh, researching the Iskon history. So um, I came across with this appointment newsletter from Srila Prabhupada, and I asked them if this is true, but I never got the answer. Two questions, very simple. Did Prabhupada um, issued uh, 9 July 1977 um, appointment newsletter, uh, Zonaracharyas? And uh, <laughs> I asked them, yeah, very, very simple, just yes or no, it's very simple. And uh, the next question is, um, I asked them, do we have anyone in ISKCON who has a direct contact with Krishna, with Kshiroda Kashaya Vishnu in the heart? Thank you for your answers. Hi, Krishna. <laughs> well, first of all, your, both of your questions, I don't think, are particularly connected with the. They're not. I, I the subject this. It's of, not of the it's not. evening. If you don't want so to answer, I understand. We're having a, you know, a celebration, I and understand. a celebration. We we have a certain mood, and I don't think that your questions are fitting to the occasion. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Maharaj, for very nice class. And um, <coughs> just I, yeah, uh, after 14 days, Radhayatra, um, came, yes, in Jagannath Puri. Yeah. And then they brought uh, Lord Jagannath to, to the uh, temple of... Gondicha. Um, Gondicha temple. Yeah. So, just when, is it possible for Westerner devotees to go to this temple or also not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to my knowledge, no. It's the same, it's the same management. Huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. It's slightly, slightly more accessible than... Uh, slightly more accessible. Yeah. If I, know, you I know devotees who are allowed. If you happen to meet the right priest <laughs> in the right mood. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's ironic because, of course, um, the Lord is specifically called Lord of the Universe, and you know it's not Lord of the Hindus; it's Lord of the Universe. Um, but the policy uh, became established. As I understand, uh, the sort of closed-door policy of the Jagannath Temple happened uh, largely because of uh, the invasions that had happened. There have been times when um, there were invasions of outsiders, specifically Muslim uh, kings and warriors and so on, and there was a time uh, after Lord Chaitanya when this happened and uh, the deities were, there's different versions of it, but as I understand the deities were destroyed, but some portion of the deity was saved and then decades later was returned and that portion of uh, the deity is always placed inside the deity of the Nava Kalevara when they make that change. That's my understanding. Um, in any case, that's some understanding of how that policy came. Um, what I find interesting, though, is that the present king of Puri, the, the uh, dynastic king, Gajapati Maharaj, who is a life member of ISKCON <laughs> and who has uh, visited Europe and uh, he has visited Germany and I've personally sp spoken with him. He's a very uh, pleasant person. He and his wife, the queen, sat on the floor in the temple in Germany while it happened to be my day to give the morning Bhagavatam class, and they very humbly uh, listened. But he was saying that um, he doesn't accept, he doesn't believe, you know, this, this restriction. He would like to see that it's opened up. But he says, even though I'm the king, the so-called king, he said, I have no power. He said, I cannot do anything. This is all in the power of uh, the, the priests and so on who control. It's also interesting, just a few months ago, uh, the Supreme Court of India issued a letter, a formal letter to uh, the priests of Jagannath Puri saying, in effect, we think it would be a very good idea if you would open up the temple for everyone. Um, you know, it wasn't like an order. <laughs> it was just, we think it would be a great idea. And, you know, the priests just kind of shrug their shoulders and say, well, we think it's a better idea to keep it closed. <laughs> and that seems to be the end of it. So that's... that's uh, that's the situation. Um, we are reminded at the same time that um, 
Haridas Thakur and other devotees, uh, especially Haridas Thakur, never, never showed any uh, disappointment at not being allowed into the temple. Rather, Haridas Thakur would uh, sit uh, in his place of bhajan some distance from the Jagannath temple he would have darshan of Jagannath by having darshan of the chakra on the roof, on the on the top of the temple. It's now no longer possible to see uh, the chakra on top of the temple from uh, uh, Haridas Thakur's place of bhajan because now there are so many buildings and trees in the way. But in those days it was possible and he was completely satisfied uh, to uh, see the Lord in that way and to see the Lord in the Maha Mantra. Yeah. So we can also read about Lord Chaitanya's pastimes in the temple and we can read about his pastimes in Gundicha Mandir. And also you can, of course, attend uh, the Ratha Yatra. And the Lord makes himself visible for everyone. And this is what the priests will say also. Well, you want to see Lord Jagannath? You can see Lord Jagannath. Just come during the Ratha Yatra. He will be here. And, of course, many of our devotees have also uh, been able to uh, climb up on the rat cart uh, when they when they stop before Gundicha Mandir. Any of you here have had that experience? Yeah, Arivo. <laughs> yeah, so we can be happy that way. Hare Krishna. So, what is our program? Prasadam. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all very much. Jagannath Snan Yatra Ki. Shri Jagannath Subhadra Baladeva Ki. Shri Shri Panchatattva Ki. Srila Prabhupada Ki. Nitai Gaura Premanande. Hare Krishna.